Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to all of you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Step Into Your Sunshine. This is Rachel Kudran, your host, and I am the owner of Kudran's Curiosities Etsy Boutique and RC Copywriting. Today, I have a very powerful guest with me, and I'm going to let her introduce herself. Hello, how are you doing? Thank you for having me on, Rachel. Super, super happy. Um, so I'm Kalisha and I am a mother who's a survivor of domestic abuse. Um, I run my own business as a woman now who empowers women to rediscover their lost uniqueness through the healing powers of self-love therapy and pampering. Thank you so much for introducing you. So the next, the first question to get this rolling today is what were some of the defining moments in your life that shaped who you are? Wow. Um, wow. Well, I would say this may, a lot of parents may say this, but for me, it was definitely my children. That was um, for me, the make or break. I think I feel so when I left the domestic abuse relationship 13 years ago, I never realized the impact, the person who I was becoming, I became bitter, twisted, a narcissist, a, a very, very angry woman. I didn't realize how much was affecting my own children in terms of always being snappy, moody, grumpy, I wasn't very the most approachable mother. I think it came to the point where one of my children, they broke down and started to cry they reached that point where they just had enough of me. And it was me looking in the mirror at a part of me that I hated the most. So it was either you need to change or you can stay as you are. And the fact that this new, this new energy that wasn't even me at my core was also affecting my business and how I showed up, wasn't able to make money, wasn't able to be on camera, find every fault about me. This wasn't, this was a, I knew this was an almost like an alien person that took over my life. This was not me. So something had to change. So for me, it would definitely, I'll definitely say that it was my children and the fact that my life on a whole was just going down the shambles. Thank you. This is something I think many of our listeners can relate to in the fact that our children become beacons of reason and desire for us. And what I mean by that is they are the reason that we find the strength within ourselves to make different choices. And they are our desire for them to have the most prosperous life picks us up, gives us the stilts under us uh, for confidence to get out there and to move mountains so that our children can live those prosperous, successful lives. And I find that that is a trend for all parents. Uh, everyone I talk to, we're always trying to do better for our children. And we're always trying to be more or to provide them more opportunities. And so can you dive into what changes that you did you have to go through uh, to be able to be that person for your children I think seeing what they look like how they felt that was the first wake up call I'd also say very quick if I go in deeper that I don't when I look back at it now I use my children as the reason why I changed that was my big enough and strong enough reason why if I was to advise anybody it would say 
they are part of it will make that big overall change be specifically for you from a place of yourself because a lot of times we can do things for other people or is it coming from a place of I want to do it for me um wow you know just thinking about it right now I get so emotional I was thinking it's just like the scene it's seen that massive transition the steps I had to take I had to just it was small steps first of all it was just small tiny steps and for me the one of the biggest steps that I took was through alone time because you don't realize when you are still how powerful it is you hear and not some people might think you need to go in, in, a, in a psychological home but you actually hear your own voice giving you subtle loving calming messages where you, you see things from a different point different angle and you think I never saw things like that why didn't I think like that so I always like to say in the midst of the storm there is calm and you can be sitting in the middle of the storm and find your own calm your own peace and your own truth and just that seed of wisdom that comes to you opens up a whole new can of worms you see things from a different light a different perspective and you and the best part about it is that seed that's dropped makes you want to seek it you want to seek to understand why why is this and then you question the why that you had and why did you have that why and so the questions and the more you start digging and digging and digging you you understand now now it makes sense but then it doesn't stop there because the more you're digging, the more you're seeking, the more you're understanding, exploring, tapping into yourself and allowing yourself to, first of all, surrender. I like to tell people you need to surrender. You need to evaluate. You need to learn in order to move forward. And it's, that's the whole reason of working with self. So something that I like to teach women is part of um, what I teach is self, the self method. Surrender, evaluate, learn and move forward. And the hardest part is to surrender. That is the most hardest part and surrendering and also having compassion and forgiveness for yourself. Because even when you're sitting there in the midst of silence and you realize that, wow, this is the person that I used to be. This is how I used to speak to my own children. This is how I used to do this. It brings you to a point where by right, you have another breakdown again because I can't believe I was doing all this. But you need to understand that at that time you were, you were once broken yourself. And you need that time to work and invest in yourself so you can make the right changes that you need. And from doing this now, we not only just heal ourselves, but it's a generational healing. We may can't wipe the past, but we definitely can change how we move forward in the future, how our children move forward in the future, and how we see, see things differently as human beings. That's incredibly inspirational. It's, it touches my soul, so many parts of it, and I believe that many people are going to be able to relate to that, that to first surrender is the hardest part. And going back to what you said at the beginning about being still is, for me, when I am originally from Oklahoma and I moved to France in 2018, and when I first arrived, I went through quite a rough patch where I was extremely depressive. Even though I was pregnant, I, I was alone. My autonomy was taken. And all I could think of was all the negative space 
um, where I wasn't able to be me anymore. Yet after my daughter was born and in those quiet moments, I breastfed her and she was laying on me and it was all silent, like everything in the house was quiet and she was asleep. And that's really where I began to find myself again in that stillness where I could just hear me. What did I want? What did I not want? Who did I want to become? Because this was really my opportunity to design any story that I wanted. I could become any person that I chose. And when I only saw that when I went still and I listened to my inner guidance system telling me, where should I go? How do I get out of this place? How do I get out of this mind space? And my, when people ask me what my advice is as well, I always tell them first to be still. Go somewhere where it's quiet, where your mind can expand. And that doesn't always mean that it's in your room, in the dark, by yourself. It could be you're just going on a walk by yourself in nature. And that's something that calms your mind and your inner guidance system can come and talk to you and lead you or put ideas into your head. And for me, I think that's massively powerful. And it's also about following your heart and following your desires, following your intuition about what type of person you want to become. And also because we're both women, I want to take a moment to also talk to the men that may tune into this podcast and ask them, where do you go to be still? Because I know from watching the men in my life and my husband is a lot of times society tells men that they need to be working, 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 doing, doing, doing. And there's never a time for them to slow down and to be peaceful. And so we also need to encourage men to have that time to listen to themselves because many times intuition and inner guidance systems are associated with females, yet we all have them. We just have to take the time for us to listen. Exactly. And if you look at the world today, the world's just built upon consistently just keep moving fast. So go on social media, it's fast. Go outside, it's fast. And as you just said correctly, it's all about the balance. Men, yes, they have the divine feminine energy. They have the masculine energy as well. But is it being balanced? And man is allowed to cry. They are allowed to express their emotions. I, however, it may feel healthy for them. They're allowed to do so. The woman as well. The woman needs to, needs to realise that she is in, depending which way she's flowing. Some women are flowing more in the divine masculine, where, the, where they're the ones who's just doing, but not allowing themselves to tune in. And that was once me, always doing the most. But I was also that woman as well that was always the victim the victim she I was always the one that was needy and oh poor me and either way think about it you you're out of alignment you have to become still to really hear what that inner voice is telling you because you do have that inner voice is that is your higher self it, it's there guiding you protecting you watching over you telling you which way to move you just got to be still to hear the next step I agree you said something interesting there where you said that you 
used to always have the mentality that you were the victim. And I think this actually runs pretty prominently through women sometimes at times. Not all of us feel that way, but I think that we're more susceptible to feeling this way. If our children aren't kind to us or they say hateful mean things or they prefer their father over their mother or um, our spouses don't treat us well uh, or are abusive or our parents were abusive or uh, narcissistic or any of those types of personality traits and we become because for so long society has told us that we are the victim and yeah. then we we take on this mentality and this mindset and i believe that many women don't even realize that they have this inside of them and I believe that you're 100% correct. The only way that we come to that realization is when we're quiet and we go inside and we think, why are we thinking these thoughts? Why are we doing these things? Why am I constantly in this position? Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. For me, when I left my um, abusive relationship, I was well, before leaving, I was always I was clingy. I got because I was molded to that point of giving up my personal powers to somebody else. When I left, it was nothing's not going right for me because of this. I was always the victim. I was always that what I'd call then the crying child. Um, yes, I went through what I went through. Absolutely. Um, I don't think no person, whether you're a man or a woman, should have to go through any form of abuse, whether it's mentally, physically, sexually, whatever. We should none of us should go through it. But for me, that's where I felt comfortable time. Or always poor on me. But it wasn't until the wake-up call that I had that I realised that I didn't know my own strength. I didn't know the own powers I had inside. I didn't know I'd lost who I was, who I used to be, the person that I used to. I just lost me altogether. And you have to get out now of being the victim female and now start to just balance that out with a bit of masculine. Um, so get back to doing as you used to be, but still having that balance of still tapping in. Even to this day, it's been what six years on um, from my healing journey, and I still have to carve out that time to always have that time to just be still and realign and reconnect because it doesn't take. It's so easy to slip out of alignment, but it's much harder to get back into alignment. I think that is incredibly true and people should listen to that is that it's incredibly easy to slip out of alignment and even more difficult to stay within alignment. Yes. And I think that needs to be a lesson to everybody that's tuning in and listening is that some people feel they've gone through the work they've done, they've done talk therapy they've done different types of therapy they've talked with supportive people in their lives they've made natural changes they've changed their diet they've made all of these changes and changes to their mindset and and then the first roadblock comes along and everything falls apart uh And it's important for us to realize that this is part of the journey, that it is not smooth sailing simply because you've done the work. It 
is important that when you meet this roadblock, that you go back to what you've been taught. You go back to the strategies that you know, and you go back to say, like, it's okay that this is a difficult situation. It's okay that I have had a slip up. It's okay that I'm having these thoughts again. I know that I can overcome this because I've done it before. And I can really relate to that mentality because for me, and I I went to counseling for two years every week for a traumatic event in my, in my life. And at first, every one, one of those times that roadblock came up, I'd be like, oh my goodness, I have spent months and months and months and months doing all this work for nothing. And... I would beat myself up again and again and again. And then I would go back to counseling and I would be five steps behind because I've spent all this time build, breaking myself down and telling myself how terrible I was because of one slip up. And it took me a long time to realize and to understand and to accept that this is part of the journey. Absolutely. When you have those days when you slip up and you're against yourself, this is what I had to learn the hard way. Because as you said correctly, when you slip up, you've got five steps behind. But the secret is this. When you're having an off day, you're having an off moment, allow it. The next step, once you surrender, allow it. Don't suppress that feeling. Allow that thing to flow because you do not let it flow. It takes you all the way back down to zero. It's like playing a game of snakes and ladders. Guaranteed you will not last. So for me, like, I'm totally transparent. I had an off few days. I think I'll pick back up today, actually. I won't lie. Back up today. I'm back to being my high vibe self. Had a couple of days where I was just off. And I thought, you know what? I'm not going to try to force it. I'm not going to try to put on the best music to make me feel happy. And I'm going to let it flow. Whatever it is that's probably subconsciously bothering me, it will come to the surface. And I will let that just flow out. And once it's out, I didn't suppress it. I didn't try to fight against it. It doesn't mean just because you have an off moment, you you failed or whatever you're trying to do in your life is going to come to a standstill. You just know there's a time to reap and there's a time to sow. There's a time to heal. There's a time to grow. Being very wise, listening to your own body, you will know when to stop in all your tracks, allow it to just flow, do its thing. And then once you feel as though it's, it's wearing out, get back up and you keep fighting and again that's balancing the masculine and feminine energy the, the feminine energy needs time to just nurture herself and just like a baby we we comfort and nurture it and give it all the love and then once we're ready the father then kicks in it's time to get back to work it's time to rise Yes, I can feel all of your passion when you were just talking about that. And that is also so important that we just be, we take our feelings and we just let them flow out of us. And we understand that this feeling is temporary, Yes, that we're not going to feel like this forever. It is a temporary emotion and it may last a few hours. It may last a few days. It may last a couple of weeks, but it's not eternal. And that we are going to move past it again, just like we have so many other times in the past. And that we will come back to ourselves. And we know that we are stronger because we allowed these feelings. We allowed ourselves to have that space to have a setback for a minute. Because I honestly 
100% agree with you is when we fight against that setback or that roadblock or that bump, then we get transfixed on the idea that we have now stumbled back all the way to the beginning and all of this work was worthless. And that's not the case. It's just that's how life and our healing journey goes is that there's going to be things along the way that trigger you, or there's going to be days when all you can think about is that, or there's going to be people or situations that you witness that are going to take you back to that space and that place. And you just have to let yourself feel. Exactly. And that thing that triggers us is usually something in our life that's unresolved. We haven't dealt with it. From my personal experience, I've realized that the more it triggers me, is the fact that I haven't dealt with it yet. So you need to go back and sort it out because the universe already knows we've reached so far in life. We've overcome so much, but you're here to evolve. Every day you're here to evolve. So just go back and just get it done properly. Just finish it off. Whatever, and this is why I say it's to do with self-surrendering, evaluating and learning what is there from you for you to learn. Because you see, once you've learned the lesson, it won't come back. You can move on. Something else will arise later on down the line, but that is fine because you've learned the lesson. Now you've evolved. You've took one step again forward or two steps forward again. So you have learned something that's going to bring you to the next level. That problem, if it does to try to come back again, because it will, if it might just, if it does, you, or you won't get into a frenzy in a tease because this thing has come. You just, you just have to take a deep breath in, like, that's handled, that's sorted, and we move. So... For me, the way I see it as this, until you've dealt with that little blip, it's going to keep pinpricking. It's like a pain. It's going to keep annoying and keep annoying you. And you have to think about it. Do you rather have the feeling of annoyance making you feel this way, making you take 10 steps back? Or would you rather just take a moment to just allow yourself to surrender, evaluate what's going on, see what you need to learn from it in order to go forward? Once you've dealt with it, you can just flow your life again. Yes. This is going to be such an important and inspirational message to our listeners to empower them to take back their lives and to empower them to move forward onto what they want in their lives and their goals for themselves. And with that in mind, I want to ask you the next question is you have gone through such an inspirational transformation in your life to the space you are now. And how did you identify and cultivate your strengths? Wow, how do I, that's a good one. How do I identify and call back my strengths? Right. I think, even though I was on my healing journey, to really pull back my strength was my daughter. Because I saw a part of me that was still trapped inside that I didn't realise that was in my daughter. She has the version of me that I was never still able to really express. She was the one who activated that inner strength. My daughter is very fiery. She knows what she wants. She's a go-getter. That was once me. The domestic abuse that I was in literally took that out of me altogether. So even after the six years of healing and my daughter was born 2017, there was still something in me that was still lost. I don't know what it was. And it was just like seeing her come into the world and how she acts I remember that it's like forget the body 
the spirit remembers that that was once you do you remember it's like Kalisha do you remember that was once you and it was when I started to reactivate and we tap into that part of me that's how I started to gain back my inner power my inner strength I have the gift to speak um I'm astrology junkie. I love astrology. Um, astrology was also as well a way that also helped me tap back into myself. But realizing I had the gift to speak, I was told from my life that like, you love to talk too much, you speak too much. Um, whenever you go out into the crowds, you have to get attention. But my gift was to talk. It always has been to speak. And being, I think for me, now empowering other women to find their lost uniqueness. This is where now I can't shut up. This is where my strength lies in my speaking because now who can keep me quiet? I have something I want to share. So let me speak. And I will speak without apologies because that's what I'm here to do. I'm here to speak. So that's where I think the full activation of me gaining back my strength was, was to tell people my story with no shame, no embarrassment, nothing at all, because I had, I appreciate as horrible as silly as it may sound, I appreciate the experience that I had to go through to make me the person I am today. So now I can help other women. And if that means that I have the internal scars, so to say, then it was worth it because now I have my voice now, my power is now activated to help other women to get up and rise. So I'd honestly, as sad as it may sound, I would do it all over again. Yes, Kalisha, you are such a powerhouse. You are inspiring me right in this moment. And I know that the people that will be listening will feel that fire. They can feel that energy, that passion just radiating out of you. And I want to speak for that speak to what you said just for a second because I can relate to it so much is when you were talking about being told you talk a lot and you just voice too many opinions and you always want to talk to people. I think this is told to so many girls that you talk too much. Why don't you shut up? Why can't you be quiet? You need to listen and not talk. You, your job isn't to lead this particular game or you're too bossy. Yes. Oh my goodness. I could talk on this for days. And I feel all of that because I was the same. And I know that there'll be people listening saying, I identify with both of you. I was told that I was bossy, that I talked too much, that I stood up too much. I was too direct. I wanted to tell you what I thought all the time. I was a fiery little girl. Yes. And that is me too. Yes, yes. They see the fact that you are headstrong. You are this, it's too much. Sit down. And if you share your voice, like for, for me, I, this is how I speak. I speak with a commanding type of voice. But it's, as a lot of people tell me, I'm always giving guys inspirational, but it's seen as being too much. So you dim yourself. You dim yourself. You dim yourself. But the more you're dimming, now you've got an internal battle going on. And this is the type of things that, that causes problems in the body. I won't go down the health issue a bit, but, but for quite a lot, when you've got a voice, Anyone who's listening to this right now, if you love to talk, this is how what helped me get my voice out. I did the most scariest thing and started a YouTube channel, 2020. It was my very first one. It wasn't there for anything in particular. I wanted to speak. 
I never had the fancy clothes put on. My house isn't flashed like some YouTubers. But what I want to do, I wanted to speak. And I told my story about domestic abuse, how I feel, everything. And it was just a place every week I could just come there and just talk. So if you're sitting there and you feel like you want to speak about something, if you've got the balls to, start a YouTube channel. If you want to, go and have a podcast. Just find a way where you can get your voice to speak because your voice is going to tremble. Mine did. It was so nervous and how people are going to see me. And in my head now, I've got the voice telling me people are going to judge me. How do you look? And you're not very pretty enough and whatever else. That's all going to, all going to happen, but just breathe through it and just speak. Whatever your truth may look like, seem like, sound like, you may offend people. This could be family. This could be friends. And trust me, I offend a lot of family and friends, but it is what it is. You are allowed to speak because for so long you've been told to keep quiet Shh, you're to this you're to that you're to the other speak we are giving you full permission to speak and don't hold back let it out and then when you do that i promise you you're going to feel as though a weight has been lifted off your shoulder it, that's the game changer that heaviness that burden that pressure just being lifted and usually people who are made to talk are the ones who have the message to help somebody else rise from what they're going through they hold that that potent power to help somebody else rise from the ashes this is the essence of stepping into your sunshine owning your power owning your voice owning our story owning our uniqueness owning our authenticity and sharing it with the world and letting us be a beacon of light so that others can relate to us that we can inspire others that we can uplift others we can empower others so yeah. much yes to everything that you said and that is the core of this podcast yes now, as we come to an end, I want to ask you this last question. How has your journey rewriting these experiences impacted your outlook on life and your goals for the future? Wow, it has impacted my life. I want to do more. I want to do more. I want to be more. I told you about the gift to speak. I love to talk. I want to connect with more people. I can't do it all by myself. I'm so thankful that you allowed me on your podcast. You are the missing piece of the jigsaw puzzle for me and the connection. For me, moving forward, it's about inspiring more women worldwide. It's about being able to just want to hear my message and think, I can do this. It is my time to rise. No more excuses. As a matter of fact, let me start a brand new fresh and start all over again. You see, if I can take, if I can help a woman realize, or even a man who listens to this, okay, I say women because I mainly work with women, so I don't sound like I'm being sexy. If I can help a person hear a message and think, right, this is my time to change. And I'm not doing it for Tom, Dick, Harry, or not even my own children. What's like we love our kids and I want to be hypocritical. My children were part of the reason why, but the core reason I said being yourself, at least 90% of you are doing it for yourself. And if I can make a woman just a person see that, I know that I'm on the right path. 
because there's so much work to be done. It's like the more people like us are getting up and rising and and bringing awakening to the earth is the more society is coming down with more distractions and more pressures and more of this. And it is so easy to get lost. You could be on a journey right now and then by tomorrow you're having a breakdown because you can't afford it. Money's tight. or and There's so much going on to distract us. But what we need to do and realise it's one day at a time. You won't be an overnight success just, oh, I had problems yesterday and I'm changed tomorrow. Because as you said earlier, this is a journey. It's consistent. You have to be consistent. Some people put in, um, is it personal development work, at least once now and again or whatever? No. When you start this journey, you best believe it's an everyday thing. You don't stop investing in yourself, whether it's through a podcast whether it's through a YouTube video, whether you buy an online course, whether you find a mentor, a guide, a community, you are always investing in yourself every single day. The work does not end until when you've completed your mission on earth because it's my job to help you realise that you have a purpose, you have a meaning, have a purpose in this earth and until you activate and do what you need to do, the world will not be fulfilled. You see, we need to realize that men and women, you are a blessing. You are here to, to give the greater outcome to this earth. And we need you. But you are no good to anybody while you're still at a point where you haven't invested in yourself. And you don't have to even have to wait until when you have healed yourself and you've got a nice halo above your head and you're thinking that everything's all perfect. No, because you'll be amazed when you're healing yourself you're being used by the universe now to start to speak to other people. You'll start to attract these type of people to you and automatically you have got the remedy. Just what you speak, that can help somebody else who's going to hold your hands and follow you on that journey so you're never, ever alone. So for me, it's about continuing this mission on Keep getting the message out there. Let people know that you have a voice, time to shine. We need your strength, we need your power. You have a mission, you have a purpose. And for God's sake, we need you. <laughs> Yes, we need you. We need men and women to pick up the metaphorical mic and speak and tell us your story. Tell us your experiences. Share with us your light, your journey from coming from the shadows of your past experiences into the sunshine and step into your sunshine and share it. Express it with the world. Yes. Kalisha, thank you so much for joining me today. It has been absolutely incredible, inspirational. I feel ready to take on the day. And I know that after our listeners listen back to this, they are going to feel empowered to move on to that next step in their lives. Thank you for having me. For all of my listeners, for all of our listeners today, Tune in Mondays and Thursdays for the next episode of Step Into Your Sunshine.